Hey everyone, welcome to the 8th episode of the Pursuit of Resolution podcast. I'm your host Krishna Goenka and today I'm joined by Ayush, Shristi and Varun of Gate 11 to discuss a controversial issue of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So, let's get straight into it. I just want to know what is everyone's understanding of blockchain and cryptocurrency? What do you guys think it is? Okay, um I personally don't know too much about cryptocurrency. I know that it's currency that's based on a decentralized network called blockchain uh where all um transactions and the currency itself is secured by cryptography hence the name cryptocurrency and I know it's not like traditional currencies where it's issued by a bank like a central bank of a country yeah Yeah my knowledge is actually pretty um similar to Varun's uh I know that uh, cryptocurrency is a type of peer to peer technology which means that like he said there's no banks involved or financial institutions it's just you and the seller or you and the buyer respectively and everything is done on the internet and it's being preferred to um other means of money transfer because it costs less because you don't have to pay um commission fees to those involved if it becomes a wide enough network you can trade globally and um you can trade for anything essentially and uh, yeah so it's emerging as one of the very uh, reckoning currencies well yeah um so similar to what everybody else mentioned um i feel like cryptocurrency has a lot of potential um considering the fact that it's not centrally controlled or centrally planned by any particular country or any particular uh, country's financial system which obviously it's decentralized and with the blockchain being a thing um individuals have access to a lot of records of transactions which again adds to the whole the whole ideal of the internet wanting to be um you know an open source anonymous method of communication between peer to peer users so um so that's an important part of why bitcoin i think that has a lot of potential as a decentralized currency especially in a developing you know global world where it doesn't make sense for the world's economy to be dependent on say the dollar which is centrally planned by uh, the fed so it just makes more sense to have a decentralized um, currency yeah that's absolutely right everyone's right here this bits and pieces so basically blockchain is a very specific type of database and it stores information in these blocks which are then chained together and with this blockchain it's like you mentioned are you stored in a decentralized way so that means that no single person or group has control so because no single uh, or person has control all users can sort of control the way the bitcoin works and because of this decentralized blockchain it means that these transactions are permanently recorded and they're viewable to anyone so you know although there are multiple cryptocurrencies we've heard of most recently doge coin if that's how you say it bitcoin is the most popular so what do you think has made bitcoin the most widely talked of and the most valuable cryptocurrency right um so i think that the the reason behind that is so basically cryptocurrencies are uh, generated by their own blockchains and obviously be Krishna just went over what a blockchain is, right? It's it's a, like it's type of database where it's I think a word which common use the ledger. So it's it's a way for cryptocurrencies to simply store store transactions and um, make a note of what exact what exact transaction comes. So 
as as new transactions and new data comes in a new fresh block is created and then which is changed which is attached to the next block which is another transaction that goes on and on now the reason obviously bitcoin came out on top just because you know it was one of the first cryptocurrencies to enter the market additionally there are um, other uh, applications that bitcoin offers i believe you know i think they have certain uh, de- it's obviously completely decentralized as compared to other currencies things such as ethereum are slightly different i think ethereum is called an alt altcoin or something whereas um bitcoin is called a crypto token these are can be used for various applications not only altcoin applications and what the most important part i think even litecoin has this it's called a, a smart control a smart contract sorry where essentially um once you make a transfer or a, or an exchange with bitcoin you essentially have an implied contract with the other side which essentially controls all the legal aspects of it and making um, your bitcoin transactions slightly more accountable outside so it's probably why bitcoin come forward in the recent years yeah i think i agree with aish in the sense that a lot of it was also dependent on timing uh, bitcoin was launched in 2008 2009 and i think that's when peak globalization was also occurring because of like the shared trauma of the depression that happened in 2008 and i think that's why as people realized as well the volatility of money during the 2008 depression uh, i think more people began to have more faith in bitcoin that's why it blew up probably more than any other currencies and of course the various features that i used to talk about yeah um i think that that makes a lot of sense i like how you mentioned you know it was founded in 2008 um, 2009 sorry when and actually was formed by an unknown person with the alias satoshi nakamoto no one knows who the founder or founders were because it could have been a group as well so i think that you know leads on to my next question you know we spoke about how it was formed and how it's become of increasing importance and increasing value and i think one of these this recent rise can be attributed to the move by tesla um they announced that they will be investing in bitcoin and they also announced that you could use bitcoin to purchase their cars so do you think that private companies like tesla should make such announcements and do you think that obviously this has caused a spike in its valuation and if i'm not wrong it's around it's one bitcoin is worth around 49000 today so do you think that this is something that private companies should do and should be able to do well i mean more companies accepting bitcoin will obviously make it more popular which would probably increase the cryptocurrency i mean bitcoin's valuation um so yeah i think more companies should make this announcement and start um, accepting cryptocurrencies as well as other kinds of cryptocurrencies not just bitcoin uh see i think you can approach this from two ways right like obviously private companies have the right to announce what they're investing in and what their what currencies they're accepting but the fact that uh, bitcoin itself has a valuation on the market as not just a cryptocurrency but you know it's representative of a lot of things that right? if bitcoin starts flourishing you're going to have a lot more cryptocurrencies coming on board and countries are going to have a lot more to deal with with so many cryptocurrencies at hand so that's why i think it's at obviously companies private companies discretion but i do believe that in order to promote free trade and what the capitalist market stands for uh, they should be able to promote what they want 
I think when it comes to so we're talking about government government legislation to respect the Bitcoin and other forms of decentralized currency, we have to look at the root reason as to why they are attempting to um, control these currencies, and that can obviously be attributed to the fact that. Um, they're losing control over um, particular currencies in the financial market as a whole. Let's say you look at the U.S. right now, right? Uh, you have the dollar, which around the world, it's sort of, it's a widely accepted standard, right? You got like um, Zimbabwe has high rates of inflation. Over there, um, the, the currency itself is not worth any much, uh, worth much. It said they use dollars as a universal currency. And obviously, um, this is great for, you know, the American government, right? The Fed, because they obviously have, you know, much more pull when it comes to their own economic standing. They have, okay, no, you use our currency, you're gonna to have to listen to us, right? And at the end of the day, they control the whole process with regards to the way the dollar is, the way the, way the dollar is used in exchanges, right? They can single-handedly control inflation. They can they can just start printing more money. They can, they can create inflation. They can stop inflation. They have the opportunity to do all of that, right? And that's what provides them control, knowing the fact that they control the economy and that at the end of the day, if there's any sort of issue, they can handle it. And that's the problem with the decentralized currency with respect to governments is they see it as a threat where they don't have any control over the value, right? The value is based on uh, the people dealing with the currency and they don't have any control about over, not only its value, over how it's used, right? Obviously, if you're using the dollar, it's very defined. You go through the banking system and so on. Obviously, I, I don't know that much about it, but it goes through a very official, you know, methods of transaction. But with cryptocurrency, it's obviously not present, and that's what uh, leads governments to be uh, to be extremely skeptical about the way in which cryptocurrency is present in the modern world. Yeah, Yush, I think it's uh, it's quite interesting that you mentioned, you know, how governments are quite skeptical of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, especially. So, you know, from a point of view that you know, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin should be banned. Uh, we're at this stage where central banks of countries like UK and China are talking of creating their own digital or cryptocurrency. And obviously, we can say that this has been spurred by the increase in the value, perhaps, and also of the popularity of cryptocurrencies. So do you think, firstly, that it should be something where each country has its own cryptocurrency, like each country has its own currency? Is that something that's a viable option or should um, be... So uh, just very quickly, it should be something that just just one cryptocurrency um, that's used universally around the world. So I think obviously it's 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 pretty bad if countries create their own cryptocurrencies because obviously that sort of just removes the like I mean obviously it depends on the way countries uh, execute the way in which they create these currencies. But in my opinion, it it removes a lot of the um, the fundamental point of having a cryptocurrency, right? one of the fundamental points of creating a cryptocurrency so that you have decentralization you have you're removing government control from the equation but now you're just like you're adding the term back into your equation like there is there's no point in having a decentralized system when it's inherently run by a central authority so i think obviously it's not a great thing but if governments can execute it well then it, then it could be interesting to see the way which government implementation might be different from completely anonymous implementation, like in the case of, case of Bitcoin. Now coming to your second part about how, how you talk about like a universal currency, I think there are drawbacks and pitfalls of having universal 
the universal cryptocurrency. Obviously, it's great for just everything being open source. You can, any transaction, you use one currency for it. You have one wallet, you use the crypto, you use a crypto wallet. But the issue with that obviously is it sort of takes away from like a decentralized idea a lot to an extent where a, a part of the load of cryptocurrency is the fact that you have various options, the way in, way in which you can uh, deal with the market. You have Litecoin, you have Ethereum, you have Bitcoin. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a big part of the, the free market aspect of having various different currencies. Yeah, I think I agree with Ayush um, because it completely takes away from the decentralized aspect of it. Uh, but also having countries start their own cryptocurrencies might lead to countries again monitoring the transactions with a closer eye, which also takes away from the alert of uh, cryptocurrency where you can't necessarily track who's doing the transactions and uh, obviously that may be good for the economy because you're formalizing it and uh, preventing black money from spreading or uh, whatsoever but it also might cause a lot of people to stop using that cryptocurrency and therefore it'll just it'll probably end up dying uh, so i don't think that countries should necessarily start their own cryptocurrencies yeah, I agree with Shishti and I don't have much else to say. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, you spoke about how that would sort of take away the charm of cryptocurrencies. So, you know, we, we've spoken about how it's sort of impossible to track ownership with these sort of cryptocurrencies in their transactions. And that's actually been one of the factors in support of a ban of these um, cryptocurrencies because countries have concerns on their sort of opaqueness because it's sort of impossible to track who's actually partaking in, this, in, in these transactions, although you can see the amounts being traded. So do you think that allowing cryptocurrencies will encourage legal uh, transactions because they might, you can't track who's taking part in these transactions. So do you think that we'll see an increase in illegal transactions if it's legalized throughout the world? I'm going to kind of use an analogy, not exactly an analogy, so we had demonetization in India, right? So they were essentially, although this wasn't a global wide thing, um, this was a nationwide thing where they got rid of a lot of the previous currency and they came up with new notes, right? In order to reduce whatever black market trading. And we all know how successful that was, which was not at all. So basically, I don't think that uh, having like an entire cryptocurrency, which can be likened to changing the currency of a country in a sense, I don't think it'll necessarily have a lot of impact on the actual black market tradings that happen because those are often unpredictable and often are one step ahead of the government. They have their connections and that is why I don't think that will be very effective in stopping actual black market dealings. I think um, a similar point, right? You know, illegal uh, transactions have been, um, have been having happening for a long time with respect to cryptocurrencies. You have um, marketplaces like Silk Road, which is Silk Road, and you have, uh, which was, I think it was on like 2013 or 14, I'm not sure. After that shut down, you can, even now, you open up a Tor browser, you can find an illegal marketplace in like three minutes. It's not really hard. And I think at the end of the day, it's impossible for governments obviously to regulate the online drug trade because the way that decentralized currencies work, transactions from one person to the other, you can't tell their identities. And and obviously there's just simply no point trying to decipher them. I think if you accept cryptocurrencies as a universally accepted standard, as universally accepted currency, these sort of deals are 
bound to happen. I think that's sort of the beauty of cryptocurrency is that it allows for open source transactions without accountability to an extent. Yeah, so I think even though that makes a lot of sense, we it's it's actually impossible for governments to actually regulate these sort of illegal transactions that take place. Um, just sort of moving the focus to India, where you know there's been sort of a back and forth in the policy stance regarding um, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. There's not been any official sort of banning by um, the RBI regarding Bitcoin, but we've seen in the past that they don't look favorably upon it. So do you think that, you know, the Indian market or the Indian government or any other government should have a cause to ban cryptocurrencies? Do you think that's something that they should look to do or something that it's not a viable option for governments? Uh, I think it's not viable for countries to actually uh, enforce a nationwide ban on cryptocurrencies because obviously even if they do people are going to find a way to do it especially considering bitcoin is pretty anonymous so countries probably won't even be able to track if people are still like following the law so it's going to be counterproductive counterintuitive for them to actually ban the cryptocurrencies and i think the one of the reasons bitcoin was actually founded was to allow free speech to happen uh, across the globe and allow you know different trades and innovation to flourish right and by buying bitcoin countries are kind of stopping that and possibly not allowing future innovations to happen so i think unless it, it actually gets to the point where a lot of like almost all the illegal trade is being redirected to the online cryptocurrency market and countries absolutely have to take a t- stance against it while bitcoin is still helping the formal economy as well i think they shouldn't ban it yeah i think they shouldn't ban it either because two reasons really first is if you ever ban anything you always tend to have a higher resurgence of that in the black market so for example if you say ban cigarettes it'll probably be more prominent now that you find it all over the black market and two because it's anonymous and because it's so easy relatively easy to get because you can get cryptocurrency by mining and you can't really track someone who's mining cryptocurrency because it's anonymous so i don't think a ban on cryptocurrency is really sensible um yeah i think um you know all of you made some really interesting points that it actually might not be in the best interest of the government to actually ban cryptocurrencies it's sort of the currency of the future and where we're heading it if you look at it when it was founded in 2009 and if you look at it 12 years later it's of an increasing importance and it's being used a lot more so we've seen how technology is playing a huge part in the role of cryptocurrencies do you think that it will override this sort of regulation that there is regarding and surrounding cryptocurrencies or do you think that governments will prioritize the regulations surrounding cryptocurrency and not really think about the benefits because it's sort of a pseudo anonymous sort of software because there's no identity linked to it and there's no your know, method that a third party can interfere so it sort of eliminates the government's power here so do you think that this technology will override the regulation i mean i think somewhat related to the previous question i do think this technology will override regulation but i mean as long as there is a governing body they will do their best to regulate something that's that can be used in ways that the government doesn't agree with so it really depends on the context around the situation and if anything really bad happens but 
generally i think yeah the technology will still over regulation yeah i agree like i mentioned before especially government forced regulation on technology or you know internet platforms is very hard to control and maintain as we've seen in the past with new just block sites i mean the dark web is this for a reason right it's because the government can't necessarily regulate that's why even on a smaller level we have piracy everywhere almost right it's so easy to just even normally look up pirated websites and get everything you need and i think bitcoin is much much more sophisticated than that and having existed for so long and also having um this kind of worldwide presence companies won't be necessarily able to ban it uh, even if you ban the website you have vpns and so many resources to kind of go across that that's why i don't think governments should be inclined towards regulating it because they probably won't be able to okay i think you know uh, this sort of consensus that it shouldn't be regulated and just to sort of counter that with an argument for its regulation it's it, cryptocurrency seem to be extremely volatile as is no sort of third party controlling it it's controlled by the market forces of demand and supply taking bitcoin for example there's actually a finite supply of it although that amount hasn't been reached yet because it's not been completely mined so do you think that having sort of its extreme ups and downs with its pricing that it's a viable option for future currency and for future transactions because the price can change overnight literally if let's say you invest in bitcoin today where it's worth 49000 and suddenly the demand goes down then you know the price can actually decrease or it let's say it goes down to $49 so you'll be losing a lot of money there because the market forces of demand and supply are at work so do you think it's a sort of safe option to invest your money So I definitely do think that it is a very risky investment and uh, it is completely at the buyer's or the user's uh, discretion but I don't think that can entirely discredit the cryptocurrency either because the fact that it is so volatile means that people are using it on such a different basis and for so many esoteric uses right and for that reason we can't discount it purely because it is volatile i mean stocks are volatile but people still invest in them because that's how the market flows right and um, there are so many advantages to the bitcoin to bitcoin that i think volatility is something that and most of the miners who actually mine bitcoin and who actually use bitcoin are ones who are aware of the risk and also willing to put in that risk so that they can reap the rewards and so i think it's it can be worth the risk is all i'm saying no i don't agree with crypto, uh, cryptocurrency being used as a regular currency because currency by its nature should be relatively stable i mean imagine if you say have 1 dollar to you can buy say 3 apples then the next day there 1 dollar you can buy a third of an apple i mean it's not really viable as a solution right yeah as much as i like to agree with you i think parmeek makes a, a great point you know about how currency needs to actually hold value over time and you know as we learn in economics that you can't have fluctuating value so currency needs to be able to be a measure of value and that's something that can't really change so just like a final question to all of you so do you think that you would invest in bitcoin or perhaps dogecoin do you think that's something you do if not now later in the future 
So I do not invest in Bitcoin or Dogecoin currently, but I do know of people who do. I think that like any other investments in the stock market, they need to be thought out. Like I mentioned before, I, I believe that the future genuinely does um, have great potential for cryptocurrency. And that is why people should begin investing in these cryptocurrencies. Like you mentioned, maybe a lot of people might not want to switch to entirely cryptocurrency-based platforms. But I think all of us can agree that for certain users, cryptocurrency is extremely efficient and a good use of technology. Uh, so that is why I believe that I may end up investing in Bitcoin and Dogecoin in the future. Possibly not Dogecoin because I believe it has too much of a meme potential to actually become uh, a viable cryptocurrency. But then again, with GameStop, who knows? So I would say I might end up um, investing in Bitcoin in the future. If that is, again, who knows with the volatility of Bitcoin. But um, maybe there's another in the future when I am willing and able to invest my own money, there might be another another cryptocurrency on the rise, which is more stable and more efficient and more viable that I would then choose to invest in instead of Bitcoin. For example, we don't know when currencies will actually go out of circulation, right? Like Ayush mentioned as well, when countries like Venezuela or Zimbabwe face really high um, rates of inflation, hyperinflation, their currency becomes obsolete because it doesn't matter what the currency is because it's been so devalued, right? So if Bitcoin reaches that kind of, Bitcoin or Dogecoin reach that kind of level of inflation or devaluation or even loss in uh, consumer or business confidence, then I think um, they, those won't be viable options to invest in. And again, with their volatility, nobody really knows what's going to happen in the future. Okay, as of right now, I too don't invest in Bitcoin or Dogecoin for that matter. But uh, I not sure if I want to invest in Bitcoin in the future because Krishna, if you remember, our economics teacher once said it, he should have invested in Bitcoin a long, long time ago. And trying to prove his point, he did some very sketchy math in the middle of a class where had he invested a thousand dollars, maybe 2012, and he showed us how it that thousand dollars became a couple of crores in rupees. That is, was it a thousand dollars or was it ten thousand dollars? I don't remember. But yeah, my point is, cryptocurrency right now is at least Bitcoin is kind of too expensive to invest in. You'd have to save up a lot, a lot of money to invest in it. I'm only assuming in the future the price of Bitcoin will increase. So I don't really think it's a viable option for me to invest in Bitcoin. But I mean, you, you never know. The, like you said, it's a, it's a very volatile market, very volatile currency. So if it ever does dip and if I ever want to, I probably will. But like I said, we'll see. I'm not sure about that. As for Dogecoin though, like she said, it has too much meme potential. It was created as a joke, I think. And I really don't, don't have much confidence in that. So Dogecoin is a hard pass, but like I said, Bitcoin, people should have invested back when it was, I had a quite low valuation and they'd be a lot more, a lot richer right now. But yeah, should have invested a long time ago. I actually have no concrete answer on that right now. Um, yeah, I think you know, both of you made really interesting points. And with regard to my investment, obviously, I, I too have not invested in Bitcoin at the moment. And regarding the future, if I would invest, I don't think I would either. To me, it just seems quite a risky investment. 
the way that it's so transparent i don't think that's something i would be open to and the way how it's a volatility how it, the price can increase or decrease overnight it's it's quite risky and for me i don't know if i would want to risk losing so much money i mean obviously i can gain money as well if the value increases and i sort of cash out then but i don't want to take that risk i think the same applies for dogecoin um like you guys mentioned it's quite a meme but i don't think i'll be best in that either another thing that pushes me against bitcoin is the fact that it's it's faced a lot of hacks before where you know people have lost money because companies have been hacked or companies have stolen the bitcoins users money away and i think that pushes me towards not investing in bitcoin i think um bitcoin is um it's a it's a it's a pretty you know definite uh, it's a pretty good investment in my opinion as as in obviously there's uh, going to obviously i'm not uh, the chairman of the fed or anything i'm not um, one of the sharks on shark tank but you know it i think it depends on uh, one's own perception about um their view about the future there's always going there's always going to be pushbacks from from institutions and um uh, federal institutions uh, against bitcoin and against cryptocurrency as a whole but i think it's important as of right now especially looking at the way in in the way in which um, the world's going obviously we're recording this podcast you know on a computer right we're not doing this in person so much so much of our interactions are held online right in online environment so often you're ordering something on amazon and you know you you're opening that bag and you're doing all this instead this could just be streamlined with you know a crypto wallet and you don't you you're you're paying for your stuff you know more in a more secure manner especially you know in a in a eventuality where not only is everything online majority of our interactions are also under you know are under threat right there so often we hear of ddos attacks which obviously is not concerned with cryptocurrency or you know generally but there's there's a lot of you know breaches in the computer security and so on um as ig computer scientists talk us phishing farming you know um obviously that's a very common it's it's very common and i think cryptocurrency is an easy way for individuals to you know maybe be slightly more careful obviously crypto wallet hacking is common but it's still slightly more secure than using an open like than than using a closed banking system so i think in the way in which the world is going it's important that people seriously consider investing in bitcoin or obviously i can't say invest in bitcoin do this boom right it's uh, it's dependent on personal opinion so i would you know i think it's important that at this day in this day and age people at least consider investing in bitcoin especially since you know it is uh, shows all of potential and as respect to something like dogecoin uh i feel like it's it's a it's a young man's game shall we say obviously it's it's one of the series of the new meme stocks as they are called for example you had uh, gme and so on right they're extremely volatile right one day you might be you might be swimming in money your net worth's chilling the other day you've lost all your money you don't know where your socks are and you can't get out of bed right so i think it's important when approaching um these sort of meme stocks these very volatile investments to be careful in which the way you're looking at things uh, to hedge your bets to ensure that to ensure that uh, you're considering all the variables so i think it's uh, important while dogecoin and bitcoin might you know you say uh uh-huh, they're the same the crypto currency they're all the same but um fundamentally they aren't 
one is at this point in time slightly more volatile because of the way the community is viewing it and the other may should be slightly safer but i think at the end of the day it's up to individuals to their individuals to their own research and <laughs> come to conclusions about the volatility of a stock a uh, volatility of a cryptocurrency and then decide whether it's uh, really is worth considering investing in it and especially consider the long long run view of new whether it is not renewable whether it is sustainable or not yeah i think uh, you know that makes a lot of sense and i think we all have our own view on bitcoin but some of us i think only ayush thinks that it's a good option but uh, and shishti um while varun and i don't think it's sort of a safe bet so with that i think uh, we can end for the day so i just want to say thank you everyone for listening and thank you to shishti ayush and varun for participating this has been positive resolution podcast